right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our broadcast this wonderful evening. I hope and pray everybody's having an awesome, awesome Lord's Day. Truly, truly, it's a blessing to be back again on the broadcast. And we hope and pray everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Sunday morning. Uh, we encourage you to continue to join us. Let's continue to uh, be part of the viewership and uh, continue to uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Those who are on YouTube side, welcome, welcome, welcome to the broadcast this evening. We are, uh, again, your first time visitors. We are located at 334 Ashford Street. That's uh, where our physical church is at, 334 Ashford Street in Brooklyn, New York. And we'd love for you to come visit with us uh, on our next time we meet together. And uh, we, we're truly, truly blessed and grateful, no doubt, to be able to uh, worship together and, and come together to know and hear the word of God. And so uh, we encourage you to be with us again this Thursday evening at 7.30 p.m. Uh, we, we're covering this evening a um, uh, message we had uh, uh, went over last week. Went over last week and didn't get a chance to record it. So Lord willing, we'll uh, be able to uh, give it to you this evening. Amen. And, and, and uh, let the Lord have his way. Uh, uh, before we do that, however, I want to give you an opportunity to give as unto the Lord. To give unto the Lord, uh, we have various ways you can continue to support the church if you'd like to do that uh, at the uh, web, church website at www.myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. Uh, that's www.ntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. And we also have text to give at 347 229. 9933-347-229-9933. You can find, again, uh, uh, the text to give. And so when you text the word give or a donation amount, uh, it will be deducted from your from your account once you set up everything. And we also have in Zelle, Zelle giving, Zelle through Zelle. You can give through our church email at uh, ntccbrooklyny at gmail.com. And so various ways you can give is up to the Lord. We say thank you for your giving. May the Lord truly bless you. It's our prayer. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. We want to go into the word of God this evening uh, from the gospel of Matthew. The gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, chapter 18, uh, verses 18 to 20. We'll use that. And I have other verses I want to give you as well. Uh, we can look at as well here this evening. Uh, uh, just for the sake of reading, we'll, we'll give you this here. The Bible says, Verily, I say unto you, that whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, I say unto you, uh, if two or three of you shall agree and touching a thing, it shall be done. It shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. And in verse 20, he says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. There am I in the midst of them. Amen. Let us pray this evening. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for your goodness. God, we thank you for your love, your mercy today. God, we pray, God, that you can bless in a mighty way, Lord, as we uh, come before you, God, and just seeking your face. God, and ask of you, God, for a touch from heaven, God. We ask you, Lord, to move, God, by the Spirit. God, deal with hearts and souls, God, as we, as we, us, Come and break forth your word, God. And those that are lost, God, we pray that you touch them. Those that are in need of a blessing, God, we pray, God, that you will uh, have your way. And Lord, we just give you praise and glory and honor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. And tonight's title will be Together, Stronger Together with God. It was a theme we was running with uh, concerning 
together. Uh, it was a, re a reunion, and we had a thing of growing stronger, uh, still growing strong. And so uh, we took that, and I uh, was asked to preach it. And so the title of the message we, we come back with is Stronger Together with God or in God. And so you look at that, <clears throat> you look at that, and you think about how the, uh, there's power in numbers. There's power in unity. There's power when we come together. Uh, how that <clears throat> when we come together as one, again, you can get a lot of things done. You, you look at uh, various forms and fashions, whether it's a protest or whether it's, uh, again, uh, people uh, in, in a group being able to uh, uh, move something, lift something, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, how they're able to do greater things. Uh, again, in numbers, uh, there's strength in numbers, there's strength in, in coming together and, and again, a, a divine purpose or even a, a plan accomplished. More minds, again, many times is there, uh, able to accomplish great things. Uh, we look at this, how that in, in the word of God, Jesus began to tell us how that uh, when we touch and agree on a thing, when we come together and, and begin to uh, unite with him, we unite with the Lord and our Heavenly Father. It, it is a powerful, powerful uh, deal. It is a powerful combination. It is a powerful uh, force that we can tap into. Uh, we, we know that we were disconnected from Almighty God uh, in the beginning. And for years, man has struggled to get back to God and to get back to his relationship with God. And so... We know through Jesus Christ, him being our mediator, him being the savior of the world, he was able to unite man back to God. And so in verse 18, verse 18 of 1818, Jesus began in our text, he taught us, he says, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And so he lets us know that when we bind together, we come together as one, we come together and begin to uh, uh, bind up certain things in our lives, whether it's strongholds, whether it's sin, whatever it may be, uh, issue in your life. You bind it here on earth. The Bible says up in heaven, he will bind it as well. Whatsoever we shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He said, I say unto you that as touching if two or three shall agree on earth as touching anything, verse 19, he says that he shall add, it shall be done. And so he says when two or three pray together, when we pray together, when we look to God together, <clears throat> we, we hold hands and look to God in the heavens together in one mind, one accord. Again, God begins to hear our prayer. Again, we say many times to touch and agree on a theme to come together and bind together together as one. God begins to move in a mighty way. And so he tells us in verse 20 of the scriptures as well, where two or three are gathered in his name. And two or three are gathered. Many times he was sending the disciples out two by two. Why? Because two, again, uh, witnesses or two is always better than one. Again, uh, we look at how the, the power in numbers, power in numbers, how they see uh, um, and how we can experience greater and greater moves of God. That's why we encourage you to come to the house of the Lord. We encourage you to be in service with us. Why? Because something special happens when we all join together. Uh, we live in a world that's so divided. A world is so divided in our land, whether it's through race, culture. Uh, we, we look at nationalities, skin color, uh, economics, political, in, and or religion. And so we see all manners of divide. That's the way Satan had this designed it from the beginning. His goal was to separate us. His, uh, the, Jesus told us in Matthew 12, 
25, Matthew 12, 25, he says, every kingdom divided against itself, I cannot stand, is brought to desolation. And so his job is to divide many women. His job is to divide the nation, whether it's through politics or whether it's through religion, to divide each and every single one of us, divide us by skin color. Why? Because, again, he wants to see disorder. Again, a nation divided when something is divided, when something is separated and stretched apart, it begins to make it the nation weak. And so he says, as every city and house divided against itself shall not stand. It cannot stand. If you uh, look at Ecclesiastes 4, Ecclesiastes 4, 11 and 12. Ecclesiastes 4, 11 and 12. It's a scripture that talks about uh, uh, unity. Years ago, we had a conference that was talking about synergy. Synergy, in other words, binding together as a force together. How that it makes it stronger, and and really the the through the uh, the conference the 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 main uh, support scripture was this scriptures here in Ecclesiastes. The Bible says, if two lie together, they have uh, have heat, and so if two come together, it's always better than one. He says, how can one warm be warm alone? It's no fun being alone. It's no fun trying to do things on your own. We need each other's help. We need each other to get together and to begin to work together as one and let God work with us and watch God do great and mighty things. Verse 12, he says, if one prevail against them, two shall withstand. And so he talked about in verse 12 how that when uh, one by himself is kind of hard to do. It's kind of hard. I know the movie showed that one man can take on 40, but you know what? Again, it's nothing like having some extra hands, some extra uh our bodies to go with along the way. We encourage you to come and be a part of the team. Come be a part of the, the, the church. Come be a part of, uh, of the body of Christ. Why? Because again, there's more, the more, the merrier. The more God can do. And he says when we stand together, we become a mighty force in Almighty God. He says and when, when the enemy comes, it cannot prevail. The Bible says he'll build, Jesus said he'll build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. So he says two shall stand withstand him and threefold cord is not is not quickly broken and so we, we think about things think about what a rope is a rope a rope is intertwined uh, you see, if you look at it and begin to unravel it just a touch you see that there are three major parts but then there if you look even more there are a bunch of little parts within that rope within that rope or a thread or a cloth the more the more threads and the more cloth uh, to the cloth the stronger that the cloth is the stronger that it is you take one thread you can easily break that apart but you have multiple multiple multiples interweave together and it begins to make that thing stronger uh, <clears throat> one together again stronger together the verse power in numbers one uh, one that is alone it won't make it as you look back at the nature channel and you think about the nature channel I shared the other day how that <clears throat> you look at a little uh, animal whether it's a little uh, uh, gazelle or a little elephant or whatever the case may be, and a whole pack of hyenas or a whole pack of lions or, or tigers will come after that one when he's alone. They try to separate the pack. They try to get the pack to, to, to break into pieces so they can go after just one. <clears throat> and that one can can rarely, rarely escape. He will try and he will try, but over time as you look at it, uh, that little one will begin to get broke down because of the attacks upon that one. And, and so naturally, but sometimes there's miraculously, there's others that come along. There's others, perhaps it's the mother or the brother or the, the friend uh, in the pack. And that's why they travel in herds. Why? Because they see and they understand. They understand that there's power in numbers. And then the lion of the, uh, the, the hyena.
hyena or whatever the, 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 the predator may be will not be able to prevail because the numbers of the, the one that's been attacked come along and bind together to see that uh, that that one will, 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 will escape and that one will survive. And you know what? Together, we grow join together. When one is being attacked, or one, again, is all alone, church today, let's bind and let's come before the Lord. Let's lift that person up. Lift one another up. Lift our nation up. Lift our world up. Our world needs God today and we're stronger together in God. Again, we and so, God, we need to stay connected to the power source. We need to stay connected to our Heavenly Father, the life giver, the way maker. We must stand and bind together with Almighty God. The Bible tells us today in Psalm, the first power in prayer. He says, so whatever we pray together, he says, and we have faith as a mustard seed. We can see mountains move. Healing happens. Deliverance happens. Uh, salvation happens. Why? Because we bind together and it, uh, no doubt and we see renewal, revival, on and on and on because, again, we come together and agree on the same. <clears throat> the Bible says when we bind together on earth, we bind together on earth. No doubt it's an agreement thing. It can be done. It can be done. Uh, the enemy of our soul, the enemy of our family, uh, the community, again, is it, it, being separated by God. We live in a world where it's disconnected from God. But we need to get back to our creator, back to our source, the life giver, back to, the uh, again, where our strength comes from, where peace comes from. Cut off a lamb, it will eventually dry up and die. The enemy wants to cut us off and separate us from our Creator. When when Adam lost again his his uh, connection to God when he sinned against God, he began. And the Bible says he would die one day. In Genesis three fifteen, how that <clears throat> there was a prophecy. However, there was a prophecy about. How that God was going to find a way to reunite and reconcile back to man. God was going to use his son Jesus to reconcile the brokenness. Because for years and thousands of years, man will walk around in brokenness. Man will walk around lost without God. Man will walk around separated. When when Adam had had had, had gotten separated from God, he uh, began to I feel lonely. He began to feel what it was like and the shame and the separation and he experienced darkness. He experienced darkness and he experienced uh, 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 the separation from Almighty God. And so, uh, and, and, and we look at this in 315, he says how that, he says, I will put enmity between between uh, the, the woman and between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. It was a prophecy about how Jesus would come. <clears throat> Jesus would come, and he would come back to 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 reconcile and break the relationship that that, that man had uh, uh, had with the devil. We covered this morning. We covered about the, uh, the how the prince and the god of this world has now had a, a stronger influence in mankind's life. A greater influence in mankind's life. And so Jesus was coming to break and cut off that relationship. So we could get back to our Heavenly Father. There's so many things that try to that try to separate us from, from our Creator, from our Lord and our Savior today, from our God. The Bible says here, and so he will use any and everything to separate us. We share with you this morning. 
the second Corinthians tells us we must not be ignorant <coughs> of the Lord's device uh, again of the enemy's devices we cannot be ignorant of those things we're made up of body soul and spirit the Bible tells us there's a war between flesh and the spirit there's a separation there a war between good versus evil our body doesn't want to do the things that are spiritual and so the Bible tells us we must walk in the spirit and not after the flesh. We must connect the spiritual man, the inner man, to build up this inner man again that he can be strong in the Lord. And so these devices that we were talking about, people, again, uh, can be conduits. People can be used as conduits to do what? Separate us from God. Things can be used as conduits to cut us off from being what God would have us be. Again, we find things, money, uh, jobs, entertainment, even leisure at times can, can be a, a, a way or a device to separate us from our, from our creator today. And so we must begin to uh, uh, harness that thing. We must begin to, uh, to straighten that thing out and begin to balance it out to where we don't let they interfere with our relationship with God. Anyway, we use so many things to break off relationship. And sometimes we gotta break off certain devices and certain things. So it wasn't don't dis uh, interfere with our connection with God. I was sharing with you about those leaves again, those leaves. How did when we do yard work and various things sometimes when they cut those branches back, it won't be long before those leaves leaves wither away. When we, when we uh, cut back on those branches, those branches fall to the ground. That's as how man is. When man is cut away from the things of God, again, uh, again, we are cut off from the source. In Romans 5 and 10, Romans 5, 10, <clears throat> Romans 5, 10 and 11, the Bible says, for if when the enemy, we were enemies, we were, we, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. We were once enemies. We were once separated. We were once divided away from God. My friend today, if you're not saved, you're divided away from God. But the Bible says that how the Jesus Christ came to unite us. He came to be our reconciliation. Being reconciled, we uh, we shall be saved. In verse 11, not, not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He says, by whom we have now received atonement. So the atonement of Christ who came and gave his life to be that go-between, to be that mediator, to connect us back to God and the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood and the power of God is able to uh, uh, draw us and get us closer to him and no doubt unite with him and be who he wants us to be. And so sin, no doubt, will cause us to continue to search, continues to try to get us to look and try to find that joy, try to find that happiness from city to city, place to place, club to club, uh, rendezvous to rendezvous, uh, again, high to high, uh, drink to drink, it does not matter. It will try to constantly keep us looking and never satisfy the souls we share with you just uh, the other day. And how the, in John 15, 1 through 8, pull it up for me, John 15, 1 through 8, so these things is, is there to keep us disconnected and disconnected from what the Holy Spirit can do. All the things that we're looking for is found 
in God and through his Holy Spirit, that joy that you're looking for, that peace that you're looking for is all found in God and the Spirit of Almighty God. And so we must get connected to the source. We must get connected to our Supreme One, Jesus Christ today. And the Bible says in John 15, 1 through 8, Jesus said, I am the vine and you're the branches. He says, my father is the husband and every branch in me that is bare, bare not fruit is taken away and every branch that is bare not fruit is purged. He says, this may uh, bring forth much more fruit. God begins to have us cut away some things out of our life. God wants us to get rid of certain things. Why? Right, so we can be more fruitful. So we can grow more. I share with you to uh, get out of it. When my father cut away his, his, his limbs, he cut away the uh, pears back at, at the house. And how that when he did that, the next season that came along, the tree was full. The tree was full of fruit and the tree was full of, of blessing. Why? Because again, he had cut away the things that were uh, uh, caused unfruitful for this on that tree. And in our lives today, we cut away things that are not helpful. Cut away some friends. Cut away some things. Uh, uh, disconnect some relationships that are not helpful. And it will cause us to later on down the line be fruitful in our lives. The Bible says in verse 4, the Bible says in verse 4, uh, um, he says, abide in me and I in you. And so he says, we must abide in him. We must attach to him. He says, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, <coughs> except abide in the vine. He says, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Verse five, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He that abideth in me uh, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. He said, for without me, ye can do nothing. Without me, we can do nothing, brothers and sisters. Without him, we fail. Without him, we will shrivel up and die. Without him, brothers and sisters, I can't do I'm like a ship without a sail. I'm like a winds. <clears throat> like a sky, a sky, a clouds with no rain. Brothers and sisters, that we must, we must connect and, and let God live in and dwell in us today. Uh, in Luke, in Luke 22, 31 through 32. Luke 21, 31 through 32. She brings it up. Uh, Jesus began to warn us. So we try to wrap this up tonight. <clears throat> Jesus began to warn us of what the enemy of our soul is trying to do. In Luke 22, 31-32, the Bible says this. He says, Simon, behold, Satan has desire to have you. His desires, we shared this this morning, he had all of his fallen angels, their desires to see mankind consumed, to see mankind separated, not to have that relationship with God intended. He said to sift you as wheat, to sift you as wheat, to separate you. He said, but I pray for thee that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. He says, we must have faith. We must keep the faith through every circumstance, through every trial. Connect with God. You're stronger in God. Get it to God. Together with God, the impossible begins to become possible. Strengthen your faith. <coughs> strengthen your your hope and strengthen your ties with Almighty God. With Christ, we're strong. He says, I can do all things through Christ Jesus strengthen me. Our strength is made perfect in Christ. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So we find we gain power, we gain authority, we gain from above this evening. Together in God, we can see great things happen. <clears throat> I'll give you three examples. Elijah no doubt saw that they were surrounded. Naturally, they were worried and stressed about what was going on. The Bible says that when the enemy of the Syrians came around, they began to pray, and the Bible says he looked up and he saw the chariots of fire. 
he saw chariots of fire up in heaven. He began to reassure the people there are more of us than it is of them. We also can give you another example about Daniel, how the enemy tried to strip them of all that God had taught them. They had tried to be stripped of their heritage. They're stripped of their, uh, their dependency upon the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, upon the God of heaven. And so Nebuchadnezzar tried to strip them down of having a relationship with God. But they refused to allow, Nebuchadnezzar, they refused to allow the influence of the world to do what? To hinder and keep them away from the blessings of God. And so when they begin to pray and they were challenged with the fiery furnace, or they were challenged with uh, uh, the lion's den, <clears throat> it, it did not harm or hurt them because they were together and bound together with Almighty God. God would show up every time and would keep them. Bible says in Joshua, as I close up, in Joshua there was a time in which uh, they had to march around those walls. Joshua marching around the walls by himself. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it on his own. He needed people to touch and agree together. He needed people to touch and agree and believe God together. He needed people that were going to be with him. He needed people that were willing to go. And brothers and sisters, they look, God is looking for people to come together as one that we can go and do the common cause for God. And when he had those people gather around and they marched around the wall seven, times, seven days in a row, the Bible says that they shouted together, they prayed together, they blasted the trumpets together. And as they saw that they together saw the walls of Jericho fall. And in our lives together in God, when we bind together and begin to believe together, trust God together, believe God for great things for the city, for the church, for your family. Are we buying and touching together together? I'm telling you, there's power in numbers today. Power in God. <clears throat> power in God. So we've been sharing our series as we close. We've been sharing our series about how that when we unite to God, we unite with God. Nothing should be able to separate us. Nothing at all. We share with you about tribulation and famine and pestilence or <clears throat> we share with you about angels and death and uh, principalities and powers all these different things that come our way perilous sore all these different things that will try to separate us challenges and circumstances any and everything would come come and try to get you away from God but you have to have a made up mind as Paul said he said none of these things will move me he said, I know it's going to work together for my good. It's going to all come together. And with God, I am persuaded that, again, <clears throat> we can overcome. We will see and experience great victory in our lives because we are connected. And through Christ, it's possible. As we finish up today, we're stronger together with Almighty God. We encourage you today, if you're separated from Christ, today's your day to get saved. Today's your day to reconnect. Back to your creator to give your life to Jesus tonight. Give your life to the Lord. And how do I do that? You accept what He did on the cross. You accept, no doubt, the salvation plan that He has for you and I. He gave His life for us. He gave His life <clears throat> that we could be saved on an old rugged cross. No doubt, He shed His blood, and no doubt, because He did that, our sins were able to be forgiven. He took our place in death. He took our place. Naturally, on the cross, he took our place in hell. The Bible says for three days he went to that grave and went to hell, no doubt, to even to set the captive free down there. And on the third day, he got up out of that grave. He rose with all power in his hand. My friend today, 
If you believe that he is a risen Savior, if you believe that his blood is powerful enough to wash away all your sin, he's faithful and just to do it. Accept him as Lord. Confess him as Lord today. I profess him as Lord. Confess your sins and your faults before him. And ask him for forgiveness. He's faithful and he will forgive you. And church today, from that point on, you know, my friend today, whoever you may be out there, connect with God. And the connection with God begins. And you stay connected through prayer. You stay connected through his word. You stay connected with God. Get close as God as possible. We live in a day and age where we need to be as close to God as possible. Not away from him. Not drifting away out there on your own. Not alone. Because the Bible says there will be desolation. And my friend, that's why we need to bind together, touch together, and unite with the body of Christ. Unite together as one. No doubt that we can experience the power of Almighty God. <clears throat> Stronger together in God. God blesses our prayer. We'll see you this Tuesday night in Bible study. Again today, we encourage you to have an awesome week. Go with God. Walk in the power of God. Walk in the, in the authority in which God has given to you and I. God bless you. We'll see you soon. May the Lord uh, uh, bless you as I pray. Have a wonderful evening. Amen. We'll see you soon.